Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Lee Cantor here with Sanjay Torre, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is my favorite episode we do every month. It is the Women in Technology special episode, and it's been Women's Week here. At, at Business Radio X, hasn't yeah, it, Yeah, a lot of female guests coming in. That's it. Yesterday, we had the folks from Close Her, an organization that helps uh, women in sales kind of get together, network, and learn from each other. And today, we got the women in technology folks. I'm so excited to speak to you guys and all hear about all the great mm-hmm. things you do. All right. Yeah. So let's kick it off. We got Penny Collins, the new CEO of WIT, and Patty Dismukes, a longtime board member and super fan of the organization, right? You were Excellent. around before it was cool. Yep. <laughs> I was WIT before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patty, let's start with you and talk a little bit about WIT um, and uh, what you guys got going on. Yeah. So, you know, as always, there's so much going on with WIT. We're uh, very excited about our upcoming WIT Connect event, which is our largest fundraising event. Uh, but and, and we'll share a lot more w- about that in a few minutes. But we're so excited now that we've got a new president and CEO of WIT, Penny Collins. And um, as a WIT board member, um, you know, we're very excited to be going to the next chapter. Uh, you know, we've been built uh, with uh, the leadership of great women for the last 26 years. And uh, I think the thing we've always done is up our game. Uh, and bringing in uh, great leaders. And so when we put the search out uh, for a president CEO of WIT, we had something very specific in mind in that we wanted someone who was passionate, had that executive presence, uh, and someone who was going to help us get the message and expand our message. So the most important thing and exciting thing we have going right now is is our roadshow introducing Penny Collins, uh, the new leader of WIT. So very happy that she's part of our group. All right. Welcome, Penny. Thank you. Now, uh, let's talk about your background a little. You came from a more traditional corporate background, not a nonprofit. Correct. Right. So uh, what was the thinking there in the transition? You know, it's interesting because my background is very much corporate America. Um, I did a little bit of nonprofit here and there, but not, of course, to the magnitude that Mm -hmm. I'm doing now. Um, But I've always been passionate about the mission of women in technology. And actually, I was a partner of theirs while I was at First Data. So I would partner with WIT to look at, you know, how can we give back within the company that I worked for? And also, what can we do to help the women in technology at First Data? So I was very passionate about what are the challenges? How can we help these women overcome some of the challenges that they're experiencing every single day while they're working in a male-dominated industry? So with that passion, naturally, it was a perfect fit for me to then move into women in technology and continue on with, with my passion and driving whatever changes I can help drive. Now, um, as a technologist in your career, as a woman in technology kind of living this what were some of the things that you were experiencing that you were like, there has to be kind of a better way? Like, I can't be the only one that feels this way or experiencing this. Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> so many <laughs> thoughts about this. You know, it, it was, it's interesting because in all of the companies that I've worked with, um, when you look around the leadership table, you don't see a lot of women, of course. Everyone understands the problem. But the question and the challenge is, how do you fix it? 
How do you fix it? Now, we are making progress with our younger girls that are in middle school. We're making great progress with girls that are in college. We're seeing um, an uptick of how many girls are staying within STEAM-related fields in college. But the question becomes, how do we help women who are in their careers stay in that career and that they feel empowered, that they feel supported, and they know how to move ahead. So the challenges I saw were more around um, confidence. Hmm. Are we good enough to sit around the table? Do we know enough to sit around the table? Of course we do. But it's the confidence to, to know that you know what you know and to use that and to challenge the status quo. But, but the interesting thing, too, is women have this tendency, in, in my belief, is women have the tendency that they have to be perfect in everything that they've got to be the rock stars and, and the best at the best, or they don't think they're good enough. Where we, have, we, we actually could learn a lot from you know, the, the males that you guys don't always feel that way. You're, you're confident just in what you know and your capabilities and what you are able to execute. And that's what we have to try to help women understand is embrace what they know, but understand and embrace what they don't know. And what you don't know is work on those areas. And then what WIT does is give uh, women a place, kind of a safe place, where they can ask questions maybe and um, ask advice of people that are in the chair that they'd like to be in, right? And it's important for the people that have achieved to really kind of reach down and help the ones below them, right? It has to be kind of the symbiotic relationship. It can't just be like, oh, I made it. Well, good luck to you. You know, it was hard, you know, and I battled, but I made it. Right. There has to be that kind of give and take. And and that's what the organization fosters. And that's what I love. That, that is the piece that I love is that women in technology organization gives the gives us a platform to have those conversations. And some of those conversations are not comfortable. Sometimes they challenge women to be disruptive in, in their own careers and in, their, and, and in their own lives. But it influences change. And it also it helps women feel that they are supported Here's another thing to think about, too, is women in, in technology, it is and can be a very lonely place to be because there's not a lot of people that you can connect with and synergize with and collaborate with. And so that's what women in technology does is we bring these women together so they can collaborate and they can learn from each other. And we can learn from those that are above us to say, how did you do How did you overcome this? Teach me. Teach me how to do it. Teach me the skills I need to learn so that I can embrace it and move on. And there's and a lot of a lot of times in a career, and any male or female doesn't matter. There's these kind of forks in the road where you get this kind of point, uh, this inflection point where you're like, "Am I good enough?" This my boss just yelled at me. I couldn't do this. Do I really? Am I good enough? Like you have these points where you're like, you know, I should I just bail on technology at all? Should I go a different direction? Right? Like you have these kind of pivotal moments. And if you don't have an ally or somebody there that's been there, done that, it's easy to quit, right? And, and that's what this organization fosters is those places where you can get that, just go send the email, you're going to be okay, this one didn't work out, but there's tomorrow, and you are good enough, like you need that. You know, what's interesting is that I think a, a lot of times what I've noticed with, with the many companies and the women that I've been talking to, it is that we are all, women are very hard on ourselves, Mm. So when we do fail, I, I put quotes up, what we believe is a failure, sometimes we don't know how to fail fast. We don't know how to fail fast, learn, 
get over it. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Right. Move on. Right. Just move on and take it as a learning and just don't do it the next time. Right. But we harp on it. We, we just kind of were consumed with the mistake that we made and that we're not perfect. And that's something that we, we got to culturally change. It is okay that we make mistakes. It's okay that we're not perfect. And it's okay that we can't do everything. Right. I mean, half the things I do, I outsource. You know, I get groceries, mm. you know, delivered to my house. <laughs> right. I mean, you can't do it all. And that's what we're trying to teach women. It's okay. It's okay that you can't do it all. And so, are you teaching the younger girls that, that are in middle school and college and high school that? Like, do you have some sort of a mentorship program that is basically teaching them what you can learn from, that you're not perfect? Do you have something like that yes. in line? Yes, and that is the beauty of yeah. what we also do. Because as we're learning it and as we're growing and women in the professional you know, careers right now, we are giving back and going to the college girls and the mm. girls in middle school, and we're teaching them the principles that we had to learn the hard way. We want to help them. Yeah. We don't want them to go through the, the hard paths that we're going through now. And that is, that is why it's so important for you know, women in technology to really understand the women challenges today so that we can understand it, learn, grow, and then teach, yep. teach the younger generation. And that's exactly what we do. I love that. Now, um, since you've been part of WIT for a while, and you were looking at it kind of from the partnership, from the corporate enterprise level, and you, this is how I'm going to leverage WIT and take advantage of WIT, and now your seat is a little different, right? Now I have to grow WIT and I have to serve WIT. How, uh, what's your vision kind of moving forward? You know, I believe um, the foundation is so good. The foundation and the fundamental principles. Right. The mission is so the pure, mission right? The is so it's pure. So it becomes, we're doing such a great job with the girls program, and that is our middle school girls. We're doing fantastic with Rachel leading the way for our campus, our college girls. What I want to focus on this, this coming year is really on the women. What can we do to further support the women that are already in their careers? And it may not necessarily be women that are in transition or going through, you know, trying to make another move, but really about how do we help women to feel more confident in their current roles so that they can feel confident to teach other girls and mentor them. But, but the key thing is around, you know, what I, what I keep hearing from some of these people I talk to is about um, feeling confident, feeling enabled, um, understanding how to negotiate. Like, how do we negotiate for ourselves? How, how do we feel comfortable knowing that we're good enough to say, I need a bigger salary. Mm. I deserve more. But, but the key thing is, we got to make sure that they are capable of what they're doing. So if you're going to ask for more money, you need to be sure that you're doing the job that you need to do. So it goes both ways. And when you are delivering and executing as your leadership wants you to, then you should be confident to go forward and ask for more money or for what you deserve. And that's what I want to do is teach women how to learn from each other. But the also thing is I think we need to start having some of the difficult conversations around, you know, what is holding us back? You know, maybe it's more that we're not actually tapping into. So we need to have more discussions with men and women so we can learn across the board and start changing behaviors and really starting to change the dynamics. It's much deeper, huh? It's deeper. It really is deeper. Now, um, recently, I heard a statistic, and you probably would know this better than I would, that of women-owned firms, only like 2% make it to the million-dollar level. And um, there's some work being done here in a lot of uh, incubators that are women-focused uh, organizations and groups. 
that are trying to change some of that. Is that kind of on the roadmap it as is. well? Or I, are you only targeting the larger technology firms? Well, right. But technology is in everything. Right. Right. So it really is every business because technology is embedded in everything that we do today. So yes, it is. But here's an interesting um, statistic. Did you, do you realize that only 20% of nonprofits are actually being led by a woman? Really? Mm-hmm. So I think that's very interesting, too, because you would think more nonprofits would be led by women, mm-hmm. right? But no, tw- only 20% are led by, by women. So I think that's an interesting thing to think about as well. Right. So there's, there's a lot of work to be done, a lot yes. of things on your plate now. So how, yes. <laughs> so how do you kind of reframe your, your days? Because, like, you know, when you were working for this large enterprise, a day looked a certain way. And now there's a lot of blank slate ahead of you, right? There's a lot of places you can go and and how are you prioritizing kind of where to go and at what speed the, everything everything all the fast. time right everything all the time <laughs> right. and i love it and it's it's dynamic and it's um energizing yeah. um right now as patty mentioned at the very beginning i'm doing my road show i'm really wanting mm-hmm. to get to know who our existing partners and sponsors are understand what their needs are and how wit can further support and help them because there is a specialized you know we have a general um view of what we believe the challenges are. But every company is different. And every company has a different challenge. And we want to go in there and understand the individual challenges so we can help them to to change the culture or help them with the mentorship and the give back programs that they want to have. But also, there's a lot of companies out there that are asking us to help them. So it's also reaching out to the ones that are not our current partners and sponsors and seeing how we can also help them. But in addition, it's continuing with our big events, you know, our, our, our big one, which is coming up June 20th, which is our Wit Connect event, which is a wonderful evening of, you know, having dinner with a bunch of wonderful executives. We have about a room of about 800 people that show up, and it's a night of giving. It's a night of showing what Wit has done over the past year with the money that people have entrusted us with. And it's about giving scholarships. We give over $120,000 in scholarships. Wow to college girls and and, uh, high schools. So it's our way to show this is what you've done. This is what you've enabled us to do, and we've done this together. And they see the impact to these girls and to the women that they've actually touched. And so that is the big event that we're actually working on as well. Now, from a uh, partner-sponsor standpoint, can you explain, like, why a company who isn't a partner or sponsor should be one? Everyone has women in their group. Some have a lot, some don't have a lot. But even if there is a, you know, this is the thing that I'm also learning is a lot of companies are really seeing the value of having a diverse and inclusive organization. They see the, um, what the diverse workforce brings to their innovation. It brings to their table. It brings to problem solving. And so a lot more companies want the diverse workforce. And that's where WIT can help them. We've got experience. We've got expertise with all of the women leaders that are part of our network that can be there to help them and guide them to be where they, they, where, where they are right now. And so that's why I think partners that are out there, potential partners, you know, the, the value is, is not only does it enable us to help you to grow the women in your group, we could actually bring the young talent also. There's a lot of young talent that are part of our membership. There are 
incredible young ladies that are, they just blow me away. They're brilliant girls that are in cybersecurity, they're in application develop, they're in data analytics that could add value to any company. And that's what we want to do is bring our world and their world together so we can help each other. And then the, the way it works, though, it's very collaborative, right? Because every organization has different needs and, and the way that they want to work with your group can be kind of customized to whatever their the outcome they desire, right? Exactly. So I, I met with someone yesterday, um, a great, great company, um, Veristore. And they are very passionate about what they can do to help their existing women. And they're taking like a three different tiered approach to how to, how to partner with WIT. Yeah. One is to look at getting to our monthly forums so that they can help grow the women that they already have there. They want to also do WIT Campus, where they can bring a whole bunch of girls to their or um, through a company and do workshops and teach them, teach them about technology. But they also want to go to WIT Connect so that they can also give back. So yes, it's, it's, it's a partnership based on, and, and we work with the companies to help them with what they need and grow where they need to grow. And that's what you're looking to have more conversations, right? With existing and new. And, and like you said, technology is pretty broad. That touches exactly. every industry. Exactly. And every single dime we get goes back towards the program. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely to continue this great mission that we actually have. So uh, now, Patty, how excited are you? Well, we're very excited, <laughs> obviously, to have someone of Penny's caliber uh, to have someone who's been in the C-suite to be able to come and lead this organization, it was just our dream. And, uh, you know, we had an incredible group of women we were talking to uh, in this search, but Penny continually, you know, was top. And the fact that we got her and with her passion and excitement, we're, we're so excited for what the future holds. I think the thing that... Um, Penny's doing right now is so unique for a nonprofit. We're not going and just asking for money. We're asking clients, what can we do for right. you? Serving. How, can How do we, we serve, serve you? Right. Yeah. Because right now, everybody, every company in town is worrying about their workforce. How do I attract the brightest, the smartest, you know, uh, the, the best? Mm -hmm. And you can't do that unless they have access to you and they can see what you do. And we give a platform for that, for young girls to be able to go into companies and actually understand what they do. Because some of these companies have been around for a long time and you, you already have a preconceived idea of what they do, yet you don't understand some of the incredible things they're doing in technology that are just, you know, cutting edge. We're a vehicle for that. And so I think Penny is just going to be great with helping us get that bridge between our, 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 the people we serve and the companies who help us be able to serve them. Because we want to give back to them, too, because they're so generous with us. Well, being a longtime <clears throat> WIT person, how have you seen the organization evolve? It must be just mind-blowing from where you started and the dreams of what could be right. to where you're at now. It's it's it, an amazing it story. It, it, it truly is. And I think that, you know, to me, the market, I always believe if you're going to be relevant, you have to understand the market you serve. And so, and the IT market changes. I mean, dynamics and companies change every 18 months. WIT had to change with them along the way. And that's why we're still here. How many yeah. nonprofits do you know that have been around as long as we have, right? We have been around because we realized we always wanted to stay relevant. And, you know, everything takes big leaps now, you know, in our industry. And to have someone like Penny come in, and she's brought an incredible team with her, a couple of incredible ladies. I'll let her share a little bit with that as well. 
Plus, we've got probably one of the best boards we've ever had in a long time. We've had incredible boards in the past. So, you know, that's no negative to anybody in the past because we're all built on their shoulders, right? We stand on their shoulders. But we have an incredible board right now, too, that we all have a vision. We drink, we think big, and we're big dreamers. And to have someone who can come in and align with that dream and help us drive that, and it's not just our dream. It's the dream of our clients. It's yeah. the dream of the, our, our young women who are participants of that. So. Uh, it, it, it's a wonderful feeling right now. I'm pretty excited about it. Now, um, moving forward, as you kind of grow the organization, um, we talked a little bit about the sponsorships of the organization, but this this uh, Wit Connect event itself, are you looking right now for sponsors for that, or is that already filled up? No, we are. So we actually kick off our big marketing campaign on Monday. Um, we already have sold um, probably about 10% of the tables and the sponsorships. Um, but no, we're looking for more. So we want you know anyone that is wanting to participate in this wonderful event, which is an evening on um, June the 20th. It's from five, it's five to nine o'clock, where, um, where we actually have a, we have a dinner. And um, it's at the Georgia Aquarium, which is a beautiful, beautiful venue. Um, we have top leaders that come in and they participate in this. But the key one thing that we also have, which is very interesting, is we have what we call an executive auction, where we have worked with some of the top C-suite leaders and with their employees, their direct leadership, where we are going to auction off time with whoever it is that bids on them. So we've got top leaders like Mike Manos, who is the CTO of First Data. Um, him and his, and his um, SVPs, his direct leadership, are part of a package where if someone bids on them and they win the bid, they're able to spend quality one-on-one -on -one time with Mike and his leadership team, which I think is incredibly valuable and incredibly important. And what I think is phenomenal are these people are giving their time so that every money that is that is won here goes back to the program and allows us to continue to give back. And then that auction is for um, its CIOs, CTOs, its C-suite level um, people in organizations around the city, right? Exactly. And we also have some that are more VPs, mm -hmm. um, but these are the ones that are top leaders like in cybersecurity within their organizations right. or leading the technology for their companies. And so they will have direct access to these wonderful talented leaders that they can actually spend time with. So the group you met with yesterday, the sales ladies, yes. they may want to know about this. That's yes. right. I, I'm sure they will. <laughs> and uh, make sure that you all get connected. Now, last year, uh, we had the pleasure of interviewing Rhonda Viteri. She was one of the, the keynote or one of the keynote speakers, and she was just in town a, f a month or so ago when she came by the studio here and we got to interview her again. Uh, do you have ideas of who the keynote, or is that under wrap still? Still under wrap. <laughs> we are still working through that. That's going to be a tough one to to, to beat. She was pretty uh, inspirational. Absolutely, she was. She was. But that's the caliber of uh, speaker you get. Exactly. I mean, and we may actually change it up just a little bit this year. Mm -hmm. um, because we do have a new leadership, we may want to focus more on getting people within the WIT community to actually do a lot of the keynotes for us. Uh -huh. So we're, we're so really... spotlight local talent. You got it. Mm -hmm. But also, the one key thing that we really want to do is show everyone that comes what the dollars have done. We want to get past people that have gotten the scholarships and have them come speak, and we highlight them and show where they are today. So last year, or two years ago, one of the um, scholarships went to a young woman, brilliant girl, who went to Harvard. And we had her come back last year and present at the WIC Connect event 
what that scholarship did for her, mm-hmm. what it meant for her and where she is today. So that's one thing that we will absolutely do again this year is that we want to repeat is being able to show the generosity of these sponsors, what, how they have changed someone's lives. Right. And, th- and that truly is life changing stuff yes. because some of these people may have may not even gone to college, right? It's just, you know, exactly. So what's interesting though, is I, I met two young ladies from um, a college that's not here in Atlanta and they come from very poor backgrounds. Um, they're in the technology, um, you know, career path within their, within their college and their mother didn't understand. She didn't understand why they were doing this. She did not support them. And so they had to pretty much pay for their college careers by themselves. And when they got those scholarships last year, they just wept and wept because they they now have the opportunity to even do more because now a lot of what they had to earn themselves was given to them by a generous sponsor. So it's amazing how much this touches their lives. Right. And that's a great example of, you know, you're trying to reach a group that is kind of underserved and doesn't have those uh, supportive resources that so many uh, people have in Atlanta that you are giving them, these people, a chance to really change the whole trajectory of their lives. Absolutely. And, the, and you know, the other thing that I, that I have found, and I'm sure everyone knows this, but I'm going to say it anyways, that is also a challenge that we need to help overcome is education to the parents. A lot of times, these beautiful and wonderful and talented girls are not following careers in STEAM because the parents don't understand. Yeah. Right. So think about it when, you're, when, you're, when you've got your grandchildren or you've got your children and you go to Walmart and you're walking down the aisles looking at all of the, the toys. You've got an aisle of nothing but pink, which is fine, but then you've got the aisle that's the boy aisle and that's where all the building blocks yeah. are and all the robotic stuff is. And we had a tendency in the past not to let the girls, not let them, but they... we. We gravitated them more towards the Barbies and yeah. towards the girl toys. We didn't encourage them didn't to encourage do the other them. things. Exactly. And so what we want to do now is enlighten and, and educate some of the parents so that you understand, let them do that. See what they do. See if they gravitate towards those building blocks because that is our next generation woman leader. And like uh, Patty, you said that there's such a um, kind of a hunger for talent nowadays. You can't just exclude this portion of the population doesn't make any sense no and you know I think that the thing too so much of technology today women do so well in it because it's just part of our nature all those things that we have you know the 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 way we think the way we're multitask you know all the things that are just natural to to what we do we gravitate to bi you know we gravitate to the all the digital things because it's all the things that affect us every day right and so yeah, it, it, companies are, that's why they support this. When you look at the big companies that have been year after year sponsors, they know that this is the, the people they need to attract, the, the young women, and they want to do everything they can. And and we're just educating them on, and I think that's part of the road trip. It's more than you just giving us a check to sponsor, which we want and we love. But think about internships at your, your right. company. Think about, you know, being able to give them a job. That's what they've not thought of. And now, over the last year or so, we're really getting them to think about that now. And so they're very excited about it. All right. So how can we help? What do you need more of? This helps. So helping us get the word out. Um, Just like we talked about earlier, you know, as you see guests come in here and you see a connection, let us know. But also continue having you know, these kind of sessions where we're talking about this. You know, we need to bring um, a, a louder voice to the challenge. And forums like this and in partnership with WIT allows us to 
touch more people and influence more people and help more people. And I think it is a joint challenge between men and women, and we've got to figure out how we overcome this together. And your show and other uh, marketing that is going on helps us to do that. And if somebody wanted to learn more, what's the coordinates? Uh, go to our website, mywit.org. Um, also, we're on um, social media. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Um, but also reach out to me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm happy to uh, talk to anybody. All right. Penny Collins, CEO of Women in Technology. Thank you for being our guest today. And thank you, Patty, for uh, being a board chair for a while. Veteran, veteran season <laughs> with super fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. So thank you both for sharing your story. Thank, thank you. you. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Sanjay Torre. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. <laughs>